Remember when everyone would ask you when you were little, what do you want to be when you grow up? And now we're grown up and don't know what we're doing with our lives. Hi, my name is Madeline and I am a college and career life coach. I help high school students, college students, and other young adults navigate the confusion that is life after graduation. Whether it's choosing your first career path or changing to a new career path, I am here to help you figure out what it is that you are doing with your life. So welcome, get comfortable, and let's hang out together. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I am excited that you're here today. And I don't know, I don't have much to say. So we'll just jump right in. We are forever on this frequently asked question series because it's never ending. And I've said that before. But I think it's interesting to note that there are so many questions to be answered about college and career related things. And I feel like that just goes to show how much of this stuff is not actually talked about. Like, I don't know, you always hear guidance counselors and teachers and parents talk about college, but I feel like it's always talking about stuff that is considered the normal pathway, like going to a university prepping for the SAT or ACT, how to write an application essay, letter, whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like not enough attention is brought to this subject. So I think it's good that there's so many questions that I get to answer and talk about, but also it just seems unfortunate that there are so many questions in the first place because That just shows how much information is not out there. But today's question is, should I pick a career that pays well or a career that I like? And this is one of the ones where I say, you tell me. (laughs) I can't answer that question for you, but I can point you in the right direction to answer it for yourself. So what do you imagine your life looking like? Would you rather give up more of your time to either work a lot or commit to a degree for a job that will pay better so that outside of work, you don't have as many worries about finances? Or would you rather have a career that you like, but it may not make as much money? You may not have to commit as much time and you may actually feel fulfilled by that career. And that's not to say that you have to choose one or the other, because sometimes you can have both. It just depends on what your passions are. Let's say on one on one side, you want to be a surgeon. That's going to be a lot of money and a lot of time committed to school and to your training. And then once you're fully trained and on the job, you're working at least five days a week. You're on call some nights. Um, so that's just a lot of time to be at work, but you're probably making a lot of money. And while you may have a lot of student debt, you're getting the opportunity to pay it off because of how much you're making. (laughs) So it's kind of like you're super married to your job basically, but you're making a lot of good money for it. So 
if you don't have anything outside of work that you feel like you need to tend to, then maybe a job like that that keeps you super busy may be a good fit for you. Or on the other hand, you may want to be a teacher. And unfortunately, right now, teachers do not make as much as they should. So while you only have to work eight hours-ish a day, five hours a week, you're probably doing more work outside of the classroom prepping. But I mean, like the time that you're technically on the clock is eight hours a day, five days a week. So what, 40 hours a week? Um, you'll probably have more time to do other things and that may bring more balance and fulfillment to you because you may want to have time for things outside of work and not have to be at work all the time. But like I said, not all jobs have to fit into one of those two categories. It's kind of like, imagine a Venn diagram in your head. Like there is this whole middle space that can incorporate both sides of that. So it just depends on what you're interested in and what that job entails. If the money is going to give you the majority of what you want and need out of life, then go for it. But if you have a passion that isn't necessarily a quote unquote successful career choice, there are other ways to monetize that passion. Depending on what you're comfortable with, you may need an additional job to help support you, but any career is possible in the age of the internet. I will say that over and over again until y'all realize it for real. Is work-life balance important to you? Do you have lots of things to do or people to see outside of work? If you do, it's probably important for you to make sure you have enough time for everything. So a little bit about my story for those who aren't familiar. I worked as an x-ray tech for a year and a half. Prior to choosing this career, I had just dropped out of my university due to a chronic illness and gave up my initial career path of being an occupational therapist. I was just tired and sick and I knew I couldn't start all over with a new major for a four-year degree because frankly, I didn't have the energy. So I chose something that I knew I'd have somewhat of an interest in that would pay well and that the school wouldn't take too long to do. I didn't hate what I was doing, and thankfully, I actually grew to love it very much, but it wasn't until after I was already in the career that I realized it was not a good fit with what I wanted long-term for my lifestyle. One reason is I have a big family, I have a boyfriend, I have friends, I felt like I had no time to see everyone spend time with myself, and do the productive things around my house to keep my house running. And it even made it worse because I worked second shift five days a week, Monday through Friday. I was uh, 4 p.m. to midnight. And I loved, loved those hours for myself because let me tell you, waking up first thing in the morning and having to immediately get ready for work, that was a freaking vibe killer. (laughs) I hated that so much. It ruined my mood to have to immediately get up early and go to work. And it really didn't matter what time I was getting up, just getting up and going to work. Like I don't have time to chill for a second. Like I hated that. So I would work four to midnight. Second shift allowed me to enjoy my day, wake up, not have to rush, sleep in if I wanted to, But also it kept me on a regular sleep schedule and I wasn't having to like stay up all night like you would for third shift. 
But that's where it became tricky because everybody else in my life was on first shift hours and I was on second shift hours. And because my job was so physically demanding and I was chronically ill previously, that did damage to my body that, you know, my job was not helping with. My job was physically running me into the ground every day because it is such a physically demanding job. You're having to run around the hospital all day doing x-rays, pushing hard boards under heavy patients. And it just eventually started to take a toll on me where during the week when I knew I had to work that day, I did not have the capacity to do anything but rest my body so that I could survive my shift that day. So I felt like the only free time I had to myself was on the weekends, but also I needed to rest on the weekends from working five days in a row on my feet. I needed to see my family, see my friends, spend time with my boyfriend, have some alone time for myself, be productive around the house. Like it was just, it was just too much. Like it, there was no balance. I felt like my life revolved around work and surviving in order to work, like resting so that I could survive at work, driving an hour to work. Well, it was like 35 minutes one way. So like an hour total every day. Um, I don't know. It just, it took up too much of my time and energy. Um, I loved my job. I miss taking x-rays every single day, but putting up with that was not worth it to me. And yes, I could have probably gone somewhere else, like outside of the hospital or whatever, but I just, the healthcare field right now has such a staffing crisis that I felt like anywhere that I went, and now this was just an assumption, but I was not willing to take my risk. Um, I felt like anywhere that I went was going to have that same type of culture where they just take and take and take and don't give back to you in a sense. That's another topic for another time. But working that job, I didn't have to worry about money, which was nice. It paid well. Did I think we got paid enough? No, but it still paid my bills. And I was happy with that, at least with being financially taken care of. But I ended up at a point where I was literally crying every day because I felt like all I did was work and sleep. And I, that was not the life that I wanted for myself. It really wasn't. And my heart was breaking because I was like, I just did all this hard work for nothing, essentially. I just graduated from the most challenging program I've ever been through just for me to not even like this career field because of the way it treats me as a worker. So yeah, I just needed to step back and take a break. Um, plus I had a business idea and wanted to launch it and here we are, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that taught me, that experience taught me that work-life balance is extremely important to me because I do have a lot of people and people I want to see outside of work, things I want to do. Taking it back to before all of this, while I was still in high school, I know it's hard sometimes because for me, it took working that full-time job and having that experience that I didn't like in order for me to figure out what I did like. And not everybody has that experience until they get to adulthood. So um, I would say I understand it's hard to 
be clear on what you want and don't want. Cause at first I thought that I was going to love working all the time because I am a notorious workaholic and, um, I just felt like I would love it and I would love stacking up the money and working a lot, but I don't know. I don't know if my values changed as I got older or if, because our family dynamic has changed. Like we've welcomed so many new babies that I have, um, enjoyed growing up with or watching grow up, not growing up with. I don't know if it's from that or if it's from me realizing that I'm very, very fortunate to still have all four of my grandparents alive and well, and just wanting to be able to take advantage of the time that I still have with them. You know, I couldn't tell you exactly what it is, but it, I mean, things changed. I, I realized, and I don't, you know, that's not to say that I didn't always feel that way and have those sorts of priorities, but being put in a situation where those things were taken away from me made me realize that I wanted that more than working a job that financially took care of me, but didn't provide any of those other needs that I needed to have met. Oh, that was long winded. <laughs> so it's hard to know what can be important to you sometimes. And that's okay. Just maybe try to think of one or two things that you can say for sure you want a job to provide you with. Do you want a job to provide you with work-life balance? Do you, And that could mean not having to work more than 40 hours a week because that's pretty much what it meant for me. But also to me, that meant not having to work a super physical job so that I'm not drained every single day that I work um, and not able to do anything outside of work on the days that I work because of that. Is it that you want your job to provide you with paid time off? Do you want um, them to have a good retirement plan? Do you want to be able to have one week or two weeks vacation or whatever some of these jobs provide you with. I don't know. There's just so many different aspects to a job. Do you want to be able to travel with it? Do you want to be able to work from home? There's just so many different things that you could incorporate into your ideal career to help you narrow down your options. So like I said, even though it may be hard sometimes, because for me, I had to have an experience to know what I wanted and didn't want. Um, and for those of you who may be the same way, but have not had those experiences yet, like I said, just pick one or two things that you can put on a list for your ideal career requirements and just know that those can change at any point and you're allowed to change your mind about what you like and you don't like. But if we rewind back into when I was in high school and I was still searching for my career path, I used tons of free resources to help me narrow down the options. For those of you that don't know, I'm in the state of North Carolina and we have some websites like cfnc.org, which is, I think, the college foundation of North Carolina.org and ncareers.org that have different activities you can do that will help you get some insight about life after graduation. All the way from career matching to predicting your cost of living when you become independent, there is like an endless amount of activities and resources that are available to you for free. So you definitely should take advantage of it. Even if you're not in North Carolina, I'm sure you can probably still use the resources. It just may not be as accurate when predicting like cost of living and average pay in your area, but 
Yeah, I definitely think those are some free resources you can check out. And again, you have my free quiz available to you. The link is in the show notes. Of course, though, like most of these questions, it is hard to answer without really knowing your personal situation and hearing what you're interested in, what you're not interested in, stuff like that. But I will say if you are looking to other people to find the answers for you, you are looking in the wrong place. I believe that we as humans have every single answer we will ever need within us already. It's already inside of us. We just have to dig deep to find it. How is someone else supposed to know what's important to you or what it is that you want for yourself? Only you can answer that. So how is someone else supposed to know that? So when you go and ask other people, what should I choose? What should I eat for breakfast today? What career should I go to school for? Whether it's a big question or a little question, only you know the answer. So do the work, ask yourself the hard questions, and take time to think about the answer. Don't feel like you have to have the answer right now. Sometimes you know the answer immediately. Sometimes it takes some time, a few days, a few weeks, whatever the case may be. Sometimes it takes time, but eventually that answer will come to you. It's challenging to do that. And that's something I'm still working on that I'm still trying to master, but it will pay off in the end when you actually end up in a career because you chose it and not because someone else told you to do it. I believe in you. It's hard, but learning to trust yourself and trust your gut, your intuition, all of that is so, so worth it because you feel more in control of your life. But <laughs> on the other hand, you have to also take some self-accountability when you make poor decisions for yourself. But either way, it just feels so much better when you can make your own decisions and you are living life on your terms based off your desires and meeting your needs how you feel like they should be met. I mean, I I just think it's an amazing feeling. So I definitely encourage you to work on trusting yourself because you know exactly what you need. You don't need to ask everybody else. If you want to ask for some advice from other people, that's fine. I mean, and I talked a little bit about that last week about how you shouldn't take all career advice, but sometimes you just need some ideas on what to do. So You can go to a few trusted people, ask them what they think about your situation, hear them out, but just know you don't always have to do exactly what they say. You can take bits and pieces from it if it resonates with you, or you can completely forget about it if it's just terrible, terrible advice. (laughs) So anyway, that is all I have for you today. I hope you guys are staying warm. It has been a little cold, but it is getting warmer. So I love that for us in the South anyway. Um, I will see you guys back here again next week. Until then, you can come hang out with me on social media at Madeline Swan LLC on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Stay safe and let's hang out again soon. 